Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's Around the House. Yeah, it can definitely be, be overwhelming, especially from a, a homeowner perspective that you know may have never bought windows or maybe they you know bought windows a couple of decades ago. The amount of innovation that's happened over the last 10, 15 years has been quite, quite extensive. Um, so I, I think from a homeowner perspective, the first thing you want to do is, is figure out what your goals are with your company. If you've got you know, old aluminum windows or you know, single pane windows and, and you're next to that window and you're feeling the cold coming through or you're seeing you know condensation between the pieces of glass things like that maybe energy performance is, is truly what your, your goal is so when it comes to remodeling and renovating your home there is a lot to know the lead got you coming this is around the house welcome to around the house with eric g and caroline b your home improvement headquarters every single week <laughs> thanks for joining us hey caroline Hey, Eric, how are you? <laughs> Good. You know, last week we did not cover because, you know, it was, uh, you know, David Lee Roth, a jump ahead on the clocks. And now we've got more daylight, which I love, right? Ah, oh, thank God. I love, like, staying late and being outside and it's light out. Oh, my God. So much better. Ah, so much. It's just, it just spring. It's for the, you know, feels good. Uh, we've got trees now in bloom here. We got... Uh, you know, the cherry trees are coming out in, in, mm-hmm. the, in the Portland, Oregon area, so it's cool. I know you guys had snow, but for us, it was pretty good. We had snow, and now it's going to be 65. It went from 75 to snow to 65, and all the trees have buds, and all the flowers are popping out nice. of the ground, and I like it. Nice. We got a jam-packed show today. I, w- I first wanted to get on my soapbox and just talk to our listeners out there for a little bit, and and you guys always do great stuff out there, but I want to make sure that we're doing a little extra due diligence because last weekend before the show aired, I was watching the news and, and, you know, I'm in Portland, but I was watching in Seattle and they had somebody die on the freeway on I-5 because there was a mattress that was tied down to the back of somebody's truck and they lost it on the freeway and it caused a multi-vehicle pileup and somebody died from it. So I just want to make sure that people are taking the time using the right vehicle to haul a load with. And second of all, make sure it is well tied down. That happens you head like out to wherever you're going all the time. Like, I mean, from college kids piling stuff up on tops of cars, backs of trucks without any bungees, nothing tying it down. What do you recommend to tie things down with that you think are, and, and we always use bungee cords that kind of connect to the interior of the truck, but do you have a preference? You want to really keep it. From I don't like bungee out? cords to be honest. Really? I like ratchet straps because they are tight. Bungee cords, if you get wind under it, it can flex. And so in theory, it can flex just enough to let something slide out from underneath it. So Mm -hmm. I like a strong, wide webbed, you know, ratchet strap that you can get it tied down and tied down well. 
And generally that works really well for keeping things tied down. And I, I think it's just a smart way to go. You know, if you've got a lot of little loose stuff and you got like the, the cargo net bungee things that can work too. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't like using the bungee cord stuff just because I, I'll be honest, I've had more stuff move around on a bungee in my history that I've gotten away from and went over to just a, like a two strap. inch, mm-hmm. you know, ratchet strap. And then that no, the way it's solid, it's rated for heavyweight. Yeah. We use them for like the kayaks and stuff. But I think I think I get lazy, right? Because they're a little more cumbersome to put mm-hmm. the ratchet strap on. So I think that's why everybody kind of turns to the bungee. But you're right. If you want it to be not moving, that's the way to go. Yeah, I actually took the bungees out of the truck and got rid of them. I just went, no, nah, hmm. I'm going to all ratchet strap and just made it so... Made it so there wasn't another option. That that way it stays there because I tell you what, it all it takes. And in Washington State up there, they've got hefty laws. I mean, it's I think it's a felony if you lose something on the freeway out of the back of your truck. It's not something that they mess around with. It's you know, it's 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 akin to getting a DUI up there. You know, really. And so you got to be really careful with it. And somebody died even following those laws. You know, with those laws in place, somebody broke it and still, you know, someone died. So I just want to make sure that everybody's now that we're getting to spring projects are going on. We're going to see people more heading to the, you know, spring cleaning, heading to the landfill, going to the home improvement store. Just make sure and take that extra second. Absolutely. You know, well, you and I were talking and we didn't cover it last week because it's always something that, you know, we always just harp on it a little bit. And I don't want to sound like we're. We're doing that, but usually around the time this time of year when we, you know, change the clocks, it's a good time to inspect that smoke detector and carbon monoxide alarm inside your house. Absolutely. And um, just for uh, FYI, those carbon monoxide detectors, they're imperative. You have to keep them, but they are set to go off at a really high level. So when death is imminent and you have to leave the house, but there's low levels of carbon monoxide that can be just as um, affect or affect your health just as much at a very low level for Mm -hmm. a longer frequency of time. So I always suggest that people pick up a carbon monoxide meter so you can read your parts per million and know what's actually going on in the house. And if you have a slow leak. Nice. Yeah. I've got a couple different ones around the house. I've got, uh, uh, one on each floor, as well as I have the uh, Nest Protect, which also mm-hmm. has the um, carbon monoxide built into that as well. What I like about that one is, is as the carbon monoxide is growing, it will tell you that, mm-hmm. hey, you've got a carbon monoxide issue before it just sets off the alarm. You know what I mean? No, that's good. So it's not just... When everybody has to leave the house, it'll give you a little bit lower of a warning. Yeah, so it's it's really cool. It's got a, a split-spectrum smoke sensor. It's got, you know, all the different stuff in there. And then it's, you know, really meant to, to chase down that uh, carbon monoxide. It's just like smoke. It'll tell you that you have smoke that's rising before it sets the alarm off. Yeah, that's good stuff. Or you guys can also pick up, like, the one I always carry in my purse, and I always tell about it, but... The Klein Tools ET110, and you just turn it on. It's going to give you a countdown, and then you just walk around with it towards your sources, you know, anywhere where you could potentially have carbon monoxide, a furnace, gas, water, heater, stove, and it should read zero, zero, zero parts per million. And if it doesn't, that means you have a slow leak. If you have a one, and a one can make you feel really lousy in the house. If it's blowing around through your forced tight air system, you don't realize it will actually, it can make you feel dizzy. You can feel foggy. So make sure you don't have it. And get checked out for spring. 
Yeah. And by the way, with smoke detectors and all these other things, when you have that down, take a look at it. When was the last time you replaced that? Because they are like milk. At some point they need to be replaced. And generally that's 10 years. So at the 10 year mark, that thing is due to be tossed away, recycled and uh, replaced. So uh, that's the lifespan of one. So uh, when you pop it down, there's usually a built by date on the back of it. And uh, make sure you take a peek at that to make sure that you have that, to make sure that you've got the right one in there. And, um, you know, you don't want to have one that's, uh, you know, one that that fails or isn't working correctly just because it's too old. And they're not that expensive to go out and do it. And, you know, one little trick that I want to talk about, too, is if you are, you know, maybe you're elderly or you're not able or don't have the ability to get up and get it in a high area. Mm -hmm. I bet you if you call the non-emergency number, to your local fire department, one of those folks will pop over and help you. With oh, that. yeah. So one of the nice I bet firemen. you if they ask. Mm. Yeah. That's a say, good oh, Caroline, tip. Caroline, there we go. You're going to be going, hey, I need to replace <laughs> that. Hey, can you get up on that ladder for me? <laughs> I can't. Oh, five foot two of me. I can't reach that. I need uh, a handsome oh, fireman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can I get one of you handsome, strong <laughs> men to come over here? <laughs> Yep, I see mm-hmm. how this is going to go. I see how this is going to go. Well, Caroline, we were here two weeks ago and checked it. Ah, could you just check it again? I wouldn't do that. <laughs> there we go. There uniform. we go. All right, when we come back, when we come back, I want to talk about, uh, there's something that came out that's really cool that I thought was neat. And we're going to be talking about windows here a little bit later on in the episode with our friends at Milgard Windows. But there's a cool new kind of blind setup that's a smart home blind system that is out that I think is going to be pretty trick for people's houses. It's a little bit more expensive, of course, but it's something that can uh, really help you as far as controlling light and energy to save you some money. Let's do that just as soon as Around the House returns. Hey guys, it's Eric G from Around the House Show. We'd really appreciate your help with some awesome five-star reviews on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you tune into your podcast. Big thanks, everyone, and a shout-out to our dedicated listeners of Around the House. Around the House with Eric G. and Caroline B., your source for everything home improvement, interior design, healthy homes, construction, DIY. It's all here for you today. This is not your grandparents' home improvement show. But, you know, if your grandparents want to check us out, <laughs> they we can. love everybody. We love grandparents. Right, Caroline? Of course. Oh, yeah. I love all my grandparents. All good. So here's the thing. So, We've been talking, we're going to be talking about windows here in the next couple segments up here. We've got a, a great guest coming on with Milgard Windows, but I wanted to talk a little bit about blinds and controlling light because it's such a big deal mm-hmm. trying to get that light under control. And it's a good way to control heat and uh, everything else when, you know, whether it's cold outside or, or hot outside, it's a good way to go. Energy efficiency. And it's also good to be able to control your blinds when you do not want to get your tushy off the couch. <laughs> 
Nice. Remote control. Nice. You know, I just got to, it's funny because I did get a, uh, from, from Lutron, uh, they just came out with a brand new honeycomb, architectural honeycomb blind set that's kind of cool. And what this is, is they designed it really well. And it's very clean. It's meant for more of a contemporary, it'll fit any style, but it'll actually fit into a contemporary styled home That's because it's like. really tight. You know how I, how I like a roll down shade or a blind that goes directly to your window. It's, it's usually a flat surface, so it's cleanable. Like I like to be able to vacuum it mm-hmm. and then it rolls up when I don't want it. I barely want to see it. So it rolls into a, you know, a, a, a casing that just hides away. Yeah, so they've got the roller shades, but this is the honeycomb style. So this is more of a drop down than the roll up, but it's still, still it folds automated. though, right? And it still folds into itself. Yeah, it folds up and down and has that honeycomb. What the cool thing though is that they actually built these. So if you want to control light, these things are. I I haven't seen a blind out there that is really any better than this in blackout. Mm. If you are that blackout shade person, I mean they've got it so tight as far as the gap around the edges. That's nice. They've really designed it to have a almost like a it gives you an eighth inch per side for the inside mount. So you really have some light control there, which is great. And I really like that. And why would you want to have blackout? There's a couple of reasons, right? Sleep. So making sure that you yep. get proper sleep, it's dark enough. And then also now all these home studios that we're seeing, everybody look at us podcasting, yep. any type of home studio, you're going to want to have a total blackout shade so you can create your light, not have, you know, real light, natural light coming in. Anyway, that's really cool. They are not inexpensive. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, this this is a very well done smart home shade. So it works with, you know, your Amazon Alexas, your Apple Home Kits, Google Assistants, of course, the Casita by Lutron lighting controls. And so you can work with it with a lot of stuff. I have the roller shade in my house. It works super well. We've talked about that in the show. This one here is just coming out. Uh, we'll be shipping this spring. Mm-hmm. Now, on average, these are not inexpensive. A three mm-hmm. by five shade, kind of a starting point at about six hundred and three bucks. They're all expensive. So, yeah, you know, and so to give you an idea, you know, that's that's kind of going right for a smart shade. You know, you can get inexpensive roller shades at like you know, IKEA's got them and things like that. But again, you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. The material's thin; it's not so great. The roller brakes, mm-hmm. no durability. Yep. Even at, at IKEA, if you were to go in there and get something where they have, you know, okay, this is your size, even at them, it's still a 160, 180 bucks for that same size. And it's, of course, not the same quality. So to give you an idea, they're not, you know, doing any kind of a smart shade is not an inexpensive experience. Mm-mm. But I love it. But having that control is pretty awesome. awesome, right? My whole house is lit up like that. So, you know, you just sit there and you just can drop any shade that you want. If you want your slider to open, you can do that. Your kitchen windows, your family room. I mean, I just, I adore it. And I th- I just think it gives this like level to the house where you feel really innovative and cool. And it's very modernized. What I like about it is in a TV room or your living room, family room, you can go TV and hit the TV button. And it'll dim the lights down, it'll drop the blinds down so you can have that movie night, whether it's, you know, and it's now that we're kind of changing light, it's, it's one of those things that's a little bit different. And it's like with Julie, for instance, she she works many times early in the morning. So we go to bed early at night. So having light control in our bedroom is a key and having a good blind is, is a good way to go, no matter what brand you go with. Mm -hmm. hundred percent. But 
And smart control can really save you money as well. Because if you set up these smarter ones out there, you can make it so, okay, at four o'clock in the afternoon or three o'clock in the afternoon, when the heat's coming in on that side, you can shut those things down and really let that afternoon summer heat not come busting in through those windows. It is good stuff. I recommend all people get automatic shades. You know, windows are tough. Mm -hmm. They are they are tough because so many people out there have two different exposures to window manufacturers. Most homeowners either have somebody knocking on the door mm-hmm. trying to, Hey, I'm in the area, which to me is always buyer beware. <laughs> you know, I do not like, I rarely buy things from people that knock on my doorstep <laughs> and are trying to pitch to me windows, pest control, whatever they are, you know, paving, painting, you know, all those things. And, you know, I'll get on my soapbox for a second, even more so when I have a no soliciting sign out front, you know, and I think it's really good to find a manufacturer that has a warranty. I don't like small window companies and and I'll tell you why, because I have had probably two or three homes in the last 10 or 15 years that had, for instance, vinyl windows in them. And there's nothing wrong with vinyl windows. The problem was, is those homes that I had before didn't have a brand like Milgard Windows, who's been around forever. Yep. They were all smaller local companies. Well, guess what? That lifetime warranty is worth nothing if the company's closed <laughs> exactly. up. I had windows in my house. I mean, I still have some of them have been replaced, but. They were like a no-name brand. I don't even think there was like a brand on them. So yeah. just vinyl replacements. Yeah. Some small company. Yeah, and, you know, maybe somebody picked them up at the home center. Maybe they got them from, a, you know, there's a lot of local, like, you know, window warehouses you see <laughs> exactly. in cities where you can go down and get the, the the budget type window, you know. So there's all those guys out there. But just make sure that you get it from a reputable company. You know, I've... In the Pacific Northwest, where I'm located, or the West Coast, Milgard is is a huge company. Of course, we'll talk to them here coming up. But East Coast, they have their uh, parent company as well. That's a similar window, so it's something to look at. But really, make sure when you're out shopping for windows, if you're going to replace just a few of them, make sure that they're going to match the look of your house yes. inside and out. Exactly, outside. That's key. You have to go out and look at what this is going to look like, people, and how it matches up sliders are like that doors. I mean, it's funny because I ended up picking a slider because of the way it looked outside, like inside it was sort of irrelevant, right? It was going to kind of be one or the other, but the way it looked outside was key to me. For instance, my house, how I would ruin it. If I was to put in vinyl windows, white vinyl windows on. Oh yeah. No, that's no good. It would look horrible because I've got a black house with, (laughs) you know, a yellow door and it would look look horrible. However, I could come in and hit it with uh, maybe a black vinyl or a black fiberglass. That would look sharp. Mm. That would look. Yeah. Your house has to have black windows. I I personally like black windows. That's like my thing, my jam. It doesn't go with the kind of house that I have, but if I had a house, I could, it looks awesome. Yeah. Just to look super trick. Look super trick. All right, we come back. We'll talk with Milgard Windows just as soon as Around the House returns. (laughs) 
Hey guys, you're listening to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B. I'm Zeke Sky, and I'm going to show you how to shred it out while you're building it up. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B. This is where we talk home improvement, interior design, construction, and healthy homes every single week. Thanks for joining us. Caroline's out on assignment today, but I have got a special guest in the studio, Eric Ashcraft from Milgard Windows and Doors. And in full disclosure, I probably last went through your Tacoma factory probably a decade ago, and it was an impressive place. Welcome to the show, Eric. Thank you very much. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, man. Thanks. I just, for me, going back in history, you guys have always been kind of my go-to window and door manufacturer. And I know this goes across the country, but uh, let's talk about Milgard for a little bit. And you guys have gotten bought recently as well. And that's exciting mm-hmm. news. It is. Absolutely. So things have been good. We've, um, uh, we were, we were owned by Masco for about 10 years there. And uh, we just recently got purchased by MI Windows, a company based out of the out of um, Pennsylvania, Gratz, Pennsylvania, um, a company very similar to, to Milgard, family-run business. Um, so now we're we're back to being a privately held company. So Dude, definitely that is exciting, exciting for uh, uh, opportunity for lots of growth. Well, what's great is now you have a window and door company managing a window and door company. So that's, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> those guys have worked with them a lot as a kitchen and bath designer, you know, because they own a lot of different cabinet yep. brands or used to own a lot of ca- cabinet brands. But uh, mm-hmm. that's the exciting thing with some of you guys getting away from that. Uh, it seems that you can really dive in and make the products even so much better. And your your ability for growth is amazing. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, we were we were able to grow a lot um, um, with Masco. It was a you know good experience. Um, um, lots of new products that launched during that time. Um, but yeah, it's definitely nice to be, be owned by, like you said, a, a window and door company. Um, there's a lot, a lot of synergies between the two companies. We're very similar companies as far as how we're structured and the products that we sell. So it's definitely an exciting time for us. Well, you guys have been making doors and windows in the Pacific Northwest, you know, as far as patio doors and stuff like that for a long time. And let's, let's dive into some window one-on-one for people out there because, you know, a lot of people know you for the vinyl windows and stuff out there, but you guys do so much more out there, even getting into some uh, aluminum metal stuff that uh, might be different for some people. Yeah, so we sell um, uh, vinyl, fiberglass, and aluminum uh, windows and doors. Um, vinyl is definitely our core product. We've got several really nice product lines within that material type um, that are built here in, in the uh, Tacoma region, but also in, in each of our other um for manufacturing facilities throughout the Western US. Um, and then we also produce the fiberglass windows uh, here in Tacoma and um, as well as in our Simi Valley, California location. And then we've got our aluminum products that are that are built again in Tacoma and in our, our Simi Valley location. So it's nice to have kind of that range of uh, uh, material types that are available, just kind of depending on what a homeowner is uh, looking for and their, their particular needs. You know, it's funny, the the aluminum windows have been frowned upon in the industry as the vinyl salespeople went knocking on doors for years and years out there, <laughs> you know, as far as the, the window companies that you would see doing the door-to-door stuff. But you guys have really kind of made some technological advances on that, too, with creating some thermal breaks and stuff with that that kind of make it seem that it's another product that could be reconsidered for a, for a home again. 
Yeah, we have a, a, a thermal break or a thermally improved um, window and door line. And basically what that is, you, is you, um, the simplest description is you have an aluminum frame and it, it has a break in it and it's got a polyurethane fill that, that fills that break. Um, so it makes it much more difficult for uh, heat and cold to transfer through that frame. So it, it makes it uh, definitely more energy efficient than your standard aluminum window that doesn't have that break. Um, still going to have some performance limitations. It's not going to perform the same as a, as a vinyl window can or has a potential to, nor will it perform like a, like a fiberglass window. But for a customer that's looking for that true aluminum look, that, that thermal break product is available. Yeah. There's so many homes here. I mean, I've got them in my house. I have the dark aluminum windows in my house from 1977. And, and uh, there's a lot of new options out there too. So if you want to go through and replace those, you don't always have to go back to aluminum if you want to keep that same look. You guys have some different colors in vinyl and fiberglass as well. Yeah, absolutely. So um, that that dark look, that that bronze anodized, people really like, and and we're seeing that move into the the vinyl and fiberglass space. People really are looking for that a true black window, and not just on the exterior; they're looking for it on the interior as well. So on the fiberglass side of things, we have a, a our ultra product um, that is a, a powder coat product. So that black finish is powder coated onto that onto that fiberglass, makes for a very durable nice. finish. And then on the vinyl side of things, we have our, our V300 product, which is our um, uh, more of a contemporary look for a vinyl window. And uh, last year, we just launched our um, uh, black cap stock. So rather than being that black finish being painted on or, or done as a laminate, it's actually extruded with the vinyl. So it makes oh, cool. it creates that chemical bond between the color and the and the vinyl substrate. So you get this nice black finish. that's very durable inside and out. And it's so far, it's doing really well. People are really enjoying that product. Yeah, that 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 color scheme is hot out there. And I'll be the first to admit it since I was the one that painted my house black last year. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. We you know, we we looked at it as a trend, you know, five, six years ago, but it's one of those trends. It's, it's not really a trend anymore because it's not going away. It's, it's yeah. hanging out. People, people really like it. Yeah. And to me as a designer, it's been fun, you know, and, and I, I did get a couple of the, of the older members in my community here walking by going, well, that's interesting, but I've got a <laughs> contemporary styled house so I can pull that off. Sure. You know, it's, it's very uh, much a, uh, if you're on the West coast and Northwest contemporary styled house, so I can get away with some bold colors like that, but it does make it interesting. Cause like I, I couldn't go down and just put white vinyl windows in it. Right. I'd need to do something to make that look correct. And that's, what's great is to be able to have some options and some colors and to really make it be custom to fit that house. Yeah. I think it, people are, are, um, can be a little skeptical in the black color if they're, if it's not really their cup of tea, at least initially. But I think people are generally very, very surprised and impressed with how elegant a black window can look in a house. It just, I mean, it, um, it looks fantastic. It's just a great looking product. Yeah. It just kind of disappears instead of being that, yep. uh, that bright, you know, highlight around the outside with it, which yep. is great. Exactly. You get, you get the view, which is really what you're looking for for the window. No question. You know, I, I've loved you working with you guys over the years because I love doing business with window companies that have a long legacy. You know, my thing, and, and no shade thrown upon any other window manufacturers out there, but if I'm getting a manufacturer's warranty, I kind of want the company to stick around, right? Sure. <laughs> and And that's one of the things, and, you know, I can walk through every home show and see every other small window manufacturer out there that's got their salespeople there. 
and they're doing their thing. But I think finding a company that knows the area you're in, you know, knows the, you know, like you guys are growing across the country now, but you guys really developed your system for those harsh conditions up here in the Pacific Northwest where water's hitting it and wind <laughs> and snow and, and all that stuff. They take a beating. And that's one of the great things I like about working with Milgard. And this isn't a commercial. This is just my personal opinion, but it's been nice having that, you know, to lean on over the years. And every time I've replaced windows, generally that's what I've done. Yeah. We, uh, our engineering team has done a great job over the, you know, last 50 plus years of, of really working to, to innovate and develop a product that we're going to be happy with, that our customers are going to be happy with, and that we're going to be able to stand behind. So, um, yeah, it's it's been it's been a great experience for the company, and as far as developing those relationships with with our customers, our, our our dealers, as well as the the homeowners, the end user of the product, so that they can be, you know, confident in the window and confident in Milgard. Excellent. So, if you're a homeowner listening to the show out there right now, and you're looking at your windows, and it's you're coming out of winter time and coming into spring, and you're like okay, I know I've lost a lot of energy out of these old windows that I have. What are some things that people should be looking for when they're out shopping for windows? Because, you know, you, there's all, all this information on the internet. You talk to different salespeople and you've got all these different conflicting bits of information. What are some of the keys that you that you like because you've been immersed in windows for so long? Sure. Um, yeah, it can definitely be, be overwhelming, especially from a, a homeowner perspective that, you know, may have never bought windows or maybe they, you know, bought windows a couple of decades ago, um, the uh, amount of innovation that's happened over the last 10, 15 years has been quite, <laughs> quite extensive. Um, so I, I think from a homeowner perspective, the first thing you want to do is, is figure out what your goals are with your project. Um, like I said, you can be very overwhelmed by all of the different options and, and, you know, colors and grid options and, and energy ratings and material types, et cetera. So if you, as a homeowner, you have a clear understanding of what you're looking to do with your project that will help narrow down um, what you really need to be truly considering. So to your point, um, if you've got, you know, old aluminum windows or, you know, single pane windows and, and you're next to that window and you're feeling the cold coming through, or you're seeing, you know, condensation between the pieces of glass, things like that, maybe energy performance is, is truly what your, your goal is. So that may, cut out aluminum from your, from your list of options to consider. And you want to consider, you know, a vinyl or fiberglass product. Um, at that point, you know, consider what your goals are on the energy side of things. If you just want your house to be, you know, comfortable all year round, maybe you're looking to hit, you know, energy star performance numbers. Um, and we have different products for that, different packages for that. If you are, maybe you're looking to, you know, a, you know, super high performing window and trying to hit, you know, uh, really low U values, really, really good solar heat gain numbers, um, trying to hit potentially tax credit uh, performance numbers. Then th again, that's going to narrow down what you want to look at. And it's going to be most likely vinyl or a fiberglass product that you're looking at. So you really need to just overall consider what your goals are. If you're just trying to refresh your house, you're looking at, you know, you're going to be looking more at probably some more color options, some more grid options to just try to change the, look, the overall design look of your house. Excellent point. And those installers are another key piece of this because I have seen some beautiful windows 
poorly installed by someone that didn't really know how to install windows. And I always prefer to have somebody that's been at least factory trained or at least part of some kind of an installer program. Do you guys have anything like that with, uh, with installers out there? Um, So we don't do the installation ourselves, um, but we do have a a very large network of uh, dealers that have worked with us for many, many years. Some of them have, have been with Milgard since essentially the company, you know, launched. And so they have that same amount of experience that we do. Uh, working in homes, installing windows, working with with homeowners. Um, so we have we have a list of certified dealers on our site. You can go on there and put in a put in your zip code, and it will give you a list of customers that we are confident in that we know are going to give the homeowner the best experience possible to make it as easy as possible um, for what can be a very large project. The older the project, sometimes the more difficulty you've got with. Uh... You know, in, in the on the West Coast, we'll see homes that are and I'm gonna call homes that are old is is nineteen twenties here where you know we get out into Pennsylvania and stuff out there where we've got a lot of listeners as well on the radio. And uh, you know, like my buddy Jeff Devlin over there at Stonehouse Revival, he's doing stuff in the sixteen hundreds, which, you know, we didn't even know this existed out here. Right. So, <laughs> you know, when you get into those older homes, it, it makes a difference as far as having the right people in there getting that flashing right, getting things done right. So you've got a really good window installation. The window's going to operate right. And then it'll be yep. sealed up to the weather and, and all that stuff outside that you don't want inside. Absolutely. That experience is is just paramount. Um, it makes a huge difference to, you know, work with someone who has experienced, you know, nearly everything out there. So what are you seeing in window technology out there? I mean, probably, you know, if someone hasn't looked at windows for, 20, you know, 20 years out there and they were experienced back then they had kind of low E glass argon and Mm -hmm. it was vinyl. Yep. And as we got into it, we get into fiberglass. Now you've got all these other different products out there. Let's talk a little bit about some of those innovations that we see with current day window technology. Sure. Um, So there's definitely been, been innovation on the, on the low E coating side of things. Um, You know, initially we had single coat low E that would go on, you know, surface two going from the exterior mm-hmm. to the interior surface two is within that, that insulated glass unit. Um, then we saw, you know, dual coat low E, then we saw triple coat. Now we've got a fourth surface that goes on the very interior side just to, you know, improve that, that you value even more on that product. Um, so constantly trying to innovate and, and seeing a lot of innovation from the, the glass manufacturers to help hit ever increasing energy performance requirements. Um, seeing innovations in spacer technology. Um, so the, the, you know, the spacer piece that goes between the two pieces of glass that creates an insulated glass unit. Uh, we're using stainless steel on that, or we're using foam um, to help just help improve that insulation even further. Um, on the window side of things, uh, vinyl itself has not changed a whole bunch. Um, mm-hmm. We, we, take a lot of pride in the compound that we use that's proprietary to Milgard. Um, it's performed very well for a very long time and, and, and has worked for our customers. Um, but we are seeing some different material types come out. So we, as you mentioned, we've got fiberglass and we've had that for, I want to say about 30 years now. Uh, yeah. It's a very durable product. Um, it is incredibly strong. Uh, it's not going to, you're not going to experience any, um, you know, warping, twisting, things like that, like you would with a, a, a wood window potentially. Um, and you can do 
very large sizes with it. So that's a product that potentially can replace your aluminum windows uh, because you can go so much bigger with it and do a narrow frame and, and it's going to hold up like an aluminum window does. Um, we're also seeing uh, more composite type windows come out uh, that are uh, not necessarily fiber, not necessarily fiberglass, but kind of a mix of, uh, of material um, that are stronger, that can be stronger than vinyl, um, potentially something that compete with the, can compete with the, the fiberglass product. Yeah, I first ran into fiberglass because I was doing a window in on a project in Tacoma and it was it was big enough that we were concerned that the vinyl was going to move around in the wind exposure that we had mm -hmm. with that project and there was a little bit of a debate and we decided to switch that over to fiberglass on that project and that was an impressive window. There is not much movement in that fiberglass. It is solid. Yes, it is. It's yeah, it's it's a great product. Um, we've been very happy with it and, you know, continuing to, to innovate and focus on that product line to, to, to develop more, more solutions for our customers. Yeah. And that's great. Um, but vinyl ends up being kind of a cost effective solution compared Absolutely. to fiberglass. And so, you know, everybody's got a budget out there. So of course, yep. a lot of people would say, Oh, let's just do fiberglass, but there are cost, you know, cost, you know, Yes, absolutely. That counts for a decent upgrade to get to that, I guess is what I'm saying. Yes, it, it can for sure. Um, yeah, we like I said, we've got three different vinyl lines that, that customers can work through from a, if they want to look at it from a price standpoint, um, mm -hmm. that go from your basic vinyl window all the way up to a, our more traditional or, or wood window looking vinyl window, our, our V400 line um, that kind of has all the bells and whistles that we would offer on our vinyl product um, before you step up to that that fiberglass line so yeah there, nice. there's there definitely is a step up to go to fiberglass and it's one of those things where you you know you get what you pay for um, you're getting Absolutely. a a very durable product um some nice paint options or, or powder coat options that, that's going to hold up for a very very long time so what should be people be thinking about when they dive into patio doors for instance you know that uh so many people out there, uh, I've got one left in my house that I've got to replace still, but I've got that 1977 aluminum patio door that uh, has had rollers put on it five or six times, but it's about 25 years past its planned lifespan. When people are looking at patio doors, what should they be considering? Um, just like with the windows, I think you you want to consider what your, your goal is. Um, you know, are you looking to have, are you looking to embrace a view or are you looking out over, um, nice forested area or, you know, looking to see water, et cetera, especially up here in the Northwest. And, you know, those water views are, are much desired. Um, okay. So if your goal is that, then you're probably going to want to look at as big of an opening as you, as you can get with the door size um, and as much glass as you can get. So you're going to be looking at, you know, probably eight foot tall panels and mm -hmm. as wide as you can get, you know, 16 feet um, or, we've got a, a product called AX550 that is a, a, a big moving glass wall. So essentially designed to open up a living space to the outdoors. So they're huge panels. They can um, all slide together. So if it's four panels, they all slide and stack to one side. You can not, um, get them as a bifold product that folds entirely away, or you can even, um, if the house is set up for this, um, set it up as a pocket door. So it all, you know, tuck away into the wall and open up that huge space. Obviously that is a high end or top end of the, 
um, budget situation. So that's always a consideration. Um, but like I said, we do have options for, you know, every step of the way from, from mild to wild. Even though that's wild, that will transform a house. And yes. I've used not your guys's product. I've used the kind of the other guys out there before you guys had that out there, mm-hmm. but it is amazing. Now there is a ton of structure you have to deal with before you put one of those in, but Oh my gosh, you can create that outdoor living space and make it seamless from inside to outside if you want it to be. Yeah, it's unreal. Um, it can it can absolutely change a room, change a house um, to put a door like that in. And it, yes, it's, it takes a, a lot of engineering. They're, they're big, heavy doors, and you want them to roll absolutely perfectly. Um, so there does there is a lot of work required for that. Uh, but the the payback for it is just, it's amazing. It, they, they look fantastic. Yeah. And when you're having that outdoor party or, or event like that over at your place and you can open that up and it's, you, it's basically like taking the backside of your living space and removing it and, 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 yep. and opening it up. And now you just have this big wide clear entry outside. And if you haven't seen those before out there in our, in our audience, it is something that is just a game changer on taking the indoors and, and, and dragging it right back outside. Yep, absolutely. It just, all it does is increase your living space. Yeah. And pretty cost-effective compared to doing, you know, additions and things like that. Um, that can be a game changer and uh, really change it without having to spend all that money on putting in another 800 square foot addition. If you just consider that 800 square feet being outside. That's true. Absolutely. That's a very good point. It's a good one. When did you guys come out with that? Was that something over the last few years? Because quite frankly, I missed it. Yes, just in the last couple of years. Okay. Actually, I believe beginning of last year, we, we launched that product. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it's been nice. good. People have been been looking for it for a long time. It's something we, we spent a great deal of time working on and um, really happy with the with the result of it. What I like about that is it makes it easier to match things within the house too, because now you have a, a door system out there that is that is much more likely to match color wise with things around the rest of the house. Correct. That's true. But we also see, um, you know, people kind of mixing and matching. Um, we'll see people put, you know, vinyl windows in and then put a door like that in. And the nice thing is we've got, especially with the black capstock product and the vinyl uh, that can go with a, you know, bronze anodized aluminum door. Uh, so we, we do see people doing that a lot, particularly with doors. They'll do, you know, one type of windows and then a different, uh, you know, fiberglass door or, you know, one of these AX550 doors. Excellent point. Hadn't thought of it from that way. Cause yeah, you, it's a whole different surface at that point. So you can, yep. you, you can go a different and let it be that way. Absolutely. Cool. Well, Eric, is there anything else we didn't touch on today, man? This is great. You guys have got some new stuff that, uh, that's exciting. Um, I don't think so. I mean, I, I, you know, like I said, we, we, and, and our customers are looking to build relationships with the, the end user of the product. So we want the, the buying process for homeowners to be as, as easy as possible. It can be very overwhelming and, and we want to be there to, to help them through the process. So um, homeowners should feel comfortable reaching out to any of our customers. Um, you can even give Milgard a call and ask the questions that you, any questions that you have, and we'll, we'll do our best to get those answered and help you through your process. That is great. Uh, website is millguard.com, correct? That's right. Easy, easy. Eric, thanks for coming on today, man. I really appreciate it. And uh, next time you guys have some new stuff out, let's jump on again and uh, talk about some new exciting stuff. This was great today. Absolutely. Thank you very much for having me. 
I'm Eric G. And I'm Caroline B. And you've been listening to Around the the House. Come on. Hey, it's Eric G. from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand-molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.